0: Hi everybody, I'm Elizabeth Magazine, and I am so excited today to be on Balance in the Bar, the podcast with Elliot Schreiber. And Elliot is an attorney. If you can't tell from his background, he's in New York. And he is with Text Legal. Text Legal is the best way to communicate with lawyers' clients. It's incredibly modern and very exciting. But it's definitely something new, and I thought it would be really fun to talk to Mr. Schreiber today about his background, how he got involved with text legal, and just everything about lawyer branding that you wanted to know from a call to action. So welcome, Elliot.
1: And please do call me Elliot, not Mr. Schreiber, okay?
0: Okay. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. So if you could just tell us a little bit about your background, that would be great. Sure.
1: Well, okay, Um, so I began my career, as you mentioned, as a practicing attorney, and then I transitioned to the consulting space, advising B2B and B2C clients on branding, innovation, strategy. And along the way, I had senior leadership roles and ownership roles in global branding firms uh, to help drive their businesses and strengthen key client relationships. Um, And, you know, what was central to success, I think, in these roles and what had me join Legal was the need to, quote, unquote, meet people where they are communicating to them in a way that the individual or audience you're trying to reach can easily take in that information uh, and then interact in their preferred way to engage. So when it's in the case of text legal, it's about providing an increasing segment of the population with a new communication channel, which is texting, to drive direct response and top of funnel lead generation. People are really less and less receptive to engaging via phone or email. And They prefer not only the immediacy, but also the control, I think, that texting uh, provides. So bringing this innovative new digital tool uh, to law firms uh, to reach more people in their time of need is what inspired me to join the company.
0: So I really, you know, you've said so much in that short introduction, and thank you. Um, I feel like the legal community is a little bit slower to come to the newer and more modern ways to engage. Um, It's almost this, like, fear Of it was always done this way so i think one of the challenges that i've had and even just talking to people about branding a lot of times attorneys and other business owners will say well explain i need roi but branding comes first right and the call to action and if you have a way to communicate with a client that's simple and easy a lot of times the, the clients are injured and they're nervous to call a lawyer so to me, the idea of hey, maybe we could just text first is so you know important in that first call to action. So uh, I think breaking it down and just you know, kind of explaining to everybody a little bit more simplistically what the short code is would be helpful because I know there's a lot of confusion out there.
1: Sure. Um, well, a short code, I was actually going to give you some statistics if that helps to set it up as to why even texting is a valuable platform. Um, you know, one in three millennials expect a text message from their attorney, and they prefer it over email, phone, even face-to-face. They'll in fact, they'll even ignore phone calls and opt out of emails. Uh, it gives the control to them, as I mentioned earlier, when and when and what to communicate. It's more convenient. Um, two, Three-quarters of millennials prefer texting because of the ability to check messages on their own time. And it's the highest-rated contact method for customer satisfaction compared to all other communication channels. So taken all together, using texting as one of your channels of communication and engagement, it's table stakes, frankly, for law firms. Um, So what is it that we're we're offering? It's short codes, which are five- or six-digit numbers. In our case, we have what we call repeater numbers, which are two 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 five 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 five. And we also have the alphabetic equivalents uh, in many cases, so like the word legal or lawyer or injury, that can be uh, directed uh, with a message, which would be a keyword. So let's say you were, uh, you know, authentic. Uh, your your message would be purple, and you'd be sending it to uh, the shortcode two 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 two. And when someone does that, having seen it either on a billboard or in uh, on a radio spot or TV or on your website. It'll bring them immediately into either your phone, which we can have connected. Show everybody
0: right here, so you could kind of see. It's back. Correct. But that's how simple it is. I'm gonna and, press the number and then you'll see what
1: how I'll show you and, Well, maybe that's the best way to, at all is to demonstrate it. Yeah, yes. so once someone texts that, look what happens. We get an auto-reply that Lauthentic has wanted to send to the user to share a little bit about their firm, and how they can engage with the firm. And that could be through any number of ways. It could be clicking onto a link to go to a website. It could be uh, clicking onto a number to get a phone call from you. It could be texting real time from someone in your office uh, because that's the preferred way to engage with this prospect. So it's and really you saw
0: a. How simple and easy that was, everybody. I know everyone's like, what? But I'm telling you, in another couple months, six months to a year, this is how everyone's gonna start engaging. Right. So, I mean, to me, why wouldn't you jump in first and, and reserve the short code? Because I, what you have, Elliot, your company that nobody has is those consecutive numbers. Right. So a lot of the attorneys and law firms and businesses have said, why can't I just go purchase the numbers on my own? They try. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out you can only get seven, nine, three, you know, some random number that's not
1: memorable. And they don't have the uh, software application that can use it. Um, But, you know, there's no denying that this is coming on more and more in marketing messaging. You can watch Dancing with the Stars to vote for your favorite contestant. You could, you know, match.com. It's like
0: American Idol or one of those, too. Yeah,
1: it's how you vote. Yeah. Yeah. so it's, you know, we're in arm's uh, reach uh, of a potential client for a law firm every 24-7. People sleep with their phones. So texting is, is certainly the most convenient way, I think, to engage with them and to direct response.
0: No, it's exciting. And so, you know, for a firm that already has like some amazing vanity number, I guess one of the questions would be, do they need to get rid of that vanity number or is this an add-on to that existing? So if someone has 800, you know, legal Eagle say, would they then be able to still incorporate the text number into that existing vanity brand?
1: Yes, of course. I mean, it's meant to be added, not uh, replacing anything that's already an uh, equity and working. Um, but in some cases, we might be able to use the uh, handle, if you will, the moniker of a firm uh, as the keyword. So, if it was Eagle, we could say text Eagle to two 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 two. So, you've added some more brand equity by using us as another call I to mean- action.
0: My thing is I study billboards and lawyer branding, obviously, since I'm in law for marketing, and I notice on all of these billboards, these random phone numbers, and maybe some people up there, and it's starting to all blend together, where if, you know, when you look at certain um, firms that have just a simple call to action with a simple text code, it's easier when you're either driving by, or if it's up on social, it's even better. You're just, it's that 15-second that you have to pass and then that memory. So I actually think I told you the story. I went around downtown Chicago trying to find out if somebody was involved in an accident, who would they call and how did they know the firm? And across the board, no matter what their age or you know demographic was, everyone consistently said, I would call the firm that uses the five twos. They either knew a jingle with the twos called 22222, two, 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 two. it was a phone number, it all it was those consecutive numbers. Is there something psychologically, is there any statistic about why people would remember numbers over anything else?
1: Well, I don't have it ready uh, at hand, but clearly people remember uh, repeated numbers much more easily than they do random numbers. Uh, they also remember words. Better than they do random numbers, so that's why we want to have those alphabetic equivalents like legal. You know, text the word you know help to legal, something like that will be again very memorable uh, for people to to uh, respond to.
0: So another question I have is always about the data, right? People talk about you know, well, what it you know it, does this also help? I know collection of data. I just spoke to a, a big uh, firm and they have a new CMO. And we discussed KPIs, data, information. Is there anything about this modern tool that will also help capture data for the firm?
1: Yes, absolutely. For one thing, we can create uh, integration with a law firm CRM, right? So we consider us like the doorway to your CRM. We're top of funnel. We're trying to get people to enter your house uh, and populate the data for you. Um, It also allows you, because you've collected their phone numbers, to retarget them, assuming that you've again provided the means to opt out, which is, of course, the protocol. So it's definitely a way to collect and harvest and then retarget uh, that data that's collected and to do it either on our platform or on your own CRM through the API.
0: Okay. Um, So is this, I mean, do you see this as if you don't get in now, this is going to be a problem? I mean. And the other question I have is firm size. Does it matter if you're a small firm, if you don't have an IT person? I know there's always some fear about new technology. Would it be simple and easy to use? And I can actually attest because we're using it and we're four people at Lauthentic. So I know that it's simple for me to use.
1: No, actually, it's it's agnostic in terms of the size of the firm, in terms of personnel. But it does require some... uh, marketing budget, because obviously if you don't put something out there, how will they know to find you? Uh, And because it's a new call to action, you have to commit over a period of time because again, it takes uh, some period for it to kind of seep into people's mindset. Um, So, you know, those companies uh, or rather law firms that we're working with are committed uh, to uh, investing in this as among their other calls to action across different media and over a period of months to start to uh, reap the benefits.
0: No, I mean, listen, to me, this is so exciting because we're in such a transitional period right now with marketing in general, and really more specifically with law firms marketing. There's just more competition than there's ever been. And there's a lot of fear. There's been some tort reform in different states. And so anyone who can... And I always talk about branding, like standing out as being different and having a niche and just really being able to differentiate yourself. So, I mean, do you see this as a true way to differentiate yourself in the, you know, very congested marketing, legal marketing space?
1: You know, yes, for sure. And also the thing that's interesting is it speaks to a new generation of of clients for these law firms, right? I mean, it just doesn't work to use the old uh, rules of engagement. They're not having it. I mean, how many of us have kids of a certain age and you can't call them, they won't pick up the phone and forget about sending them an email. That's not even going to get responded to. But if you text them, they'll respond. So if you're putting this to the business lens, uh, how are you expecting to get the 30 and 40 somethings, let alone younger than that as a potential client, uh, if you don't allow them a way to engage that they prefer?
0: Yeah, no, listen, I'm so excited about sharing this with everybody. And if any of you are interested Please reach out to us. You can text purple to five twos or demo to talk to Elliot. There's a demo to five twos as yep. well, um, and you can see how we will engage with you. And we are happy to just talk to you, give you a demonstration. But it's as simple as what I showed you. It takes a few seconds, and we really know that this is the future of all marketing and branding. And, you know, um, one um, final thing I want to talk to you about is this podcast is about balance in the bar. And can you be a lawyer and have balance? And I know you've got adult children, as I do, too. And have you found it challenging, you know, to sort of balance everything in your career? And, you know, what do you think the future
1: looks like?
0: With um, Well,
1: as, as I got older, I had to think smarter. Uh, about what are my priorities, and obviously, family is at the heart of them, uh, and so I had to always find a way to create space for what's important to me in my personal life, with my family, as well as my professional goals uh, in my work, um, and only as I got older was I able to have more control, I think, over that. So, here I am today, and, you know, working as hard as ever, but seemingly able to, uh take that sidestep away when I need to to engage with my daughter at her wedding last month and, uh, and other key things that are celebrating in our life. Um, so, so I guess the answer is technology is certainly a way to do that. Look at us here. We're talking virtually. I don't have to. The time that it would have taken me to go to an office to visit with you, I now have to do something else that might be personal. Um, the fact that I can consult clients uh, wherever they might be and not have to get on a plane huge productivity gain because of the time that i recapture in terms of what else i might do with it so i think those have been helpful in allowing uh, this generation of professionals uh, at this moment in time start to capture some of that balance in their life
0: yeah and then on that note too i mean i know for lawyers i'm a lawyer and i'm in business I've, i've left the practice years ago to go into more of a business and consulting role um You know, I want it to be known that like if you're a lawyer out there and you're not happy with what you're doing and you don't have to stay with just practicing law, there's all kinds of opportunities to be in something legal related like a text legal or authentic consulting and be involved in the area of the law without the actual practice of law. Did you practice for a while before deciding to go out on your own with consulting and how long did you do that?
1: Well, uh, I started my career as a practicing attorney in an AmLaw 100 firm uh, doing corporate law and uh, then transitioned uh, because I felt it was not going to be conducive to what I really wanted to do, which I was passionate about, which is branding, if you can believe it. Tell that to your parents who paid for law school. But anyway, uh, and so I found my way into the branding space uh, where I made my career for you know, 25 plus years, consulting major clients internationally on their strategies for their brands and how to activate them in the market. And um, always kept my legal hat on. The training was amazing for the kind of work I did when I started to run these firms globally. Uh, and then as I came here uh, to text legal again, it was just a way to almost come home, but in a different perspe- different role.
0: And do you think it's like a fear thing that's holding some of the lawyers back from jumping into these modern branding opportunities that we're offering them because it just seems like there's something going on right now where we're at the cusp of moving into a whole different way of marketing i mean branding on social branding with text legal with short codes but sometimes i'm i'm noticing that other businesses are jumping in faster than the law firms do you think it's just the way the legal brain works that everybody's Um, a little bit more slow in the legal space or do you think it's just maybe on a case by case basis? What is your experience with that?
1: Well, depending on what I say is my answer, I may never be able to be admitted to the bar again. So I guess I'll just make that as a qualified statement. But I think that um, lawyers are, you're you're taught as a lawyer to be risk averse. You're thinking what's gonna happen if I do X, what will be Y? And so the idea of being the first mover of the innovator That carries huge upside risk that many firms uh, and lawyers just don't feel comfortable taking on. An entrepreneur coming out of a different environment, uh, it's going to say, you know what, if it doesn't work, fail fast, and I'll move on to the next idea. Failure is not an option. We are perfectionists as lawyers. We are meticulous. We are are only there to win for our clients, so we cannot take chances. So if it's not proven, or worse, uh, a competitive threat, the likelihood of them adopting something new and different Is probably lower.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you say that. So I actually went to um, years a few years back. I was on an obstacle course that really pushed me to kind of jump off this big high pole with a bungee cord on my back. My daughter was with me at this place. I was going there to support her. She looked at me and said, "Hey, I'm here, mom." you're going to go first. And I had, what was I supposed to do? So I'm panicking and I'm climbing up this pole and I'm miserable. And they're all watching the young girls that I am the first person to go. So of course I had to jump off this thing and stand up on it. Most fearful I've ever been. And then afterwards, the exercise was the guide who's you know, trained in psychology and this outdoor adventure to talk to us about what were we thinking climbing up the pole. And it's interesting that you say that because I am such an entrepreneur. And I always say to myself, when I'm making a move that others might perceive as crazy, I'm gonna start a new business, I'm gonna start a new industry, whatever it is, as I'm thinking, what's the worst that can happen? I can always go back and practice law if I had to, right? That was always my fallback. Um, but I so the whole time up the pole, you said this, yeah. I was thinking, okay, what's the worst that can happen if I fall, the guy's there. And what if I do fall? Well, there's hospitals here. I mean, this is going through my head, like all these bad things are gonna happen. And he looked at me and he said, No, you need to change your mindset. It shouldn't be what's the worst thing that's gonna happen. You should be thinking the whole way up what kind of what's an amazing thing that can come of this. Change your mindset and great things will happen. And I really believe in this, Elliot, and I'm so excited that, you know, we're partnered with you over the last year or so. And I look forward to continuing, you know, working with you um, because I really believe that it's just like you said, it's going to take a few early adopters and everyone's going to be texting a lot of five twos or, you know. Smith Law Firm to the Fives. I'm really excited about where this is gonna lead and it's gonna happen.
1: You bet it will. And I thank you so much for your partnership, and it means a lot to our company. And I'm glad I was able to have this connection with you today.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited for everybody to get to know you. And I didn't know that about your background with the branding. So that even adds more validity to what we're talking about. He's got the legal piece, the branding piece, we've got all of that together. And it's not in a vacuum because you can always do it in collaboration with other marketing tools and just have fun with it. Marketing should be fun, right? It shouldn't be fearful. So everybody needs to jump off that pole and maybe we need to figure out a, a branding, a team, um, you know, meeting where we all do something like that and uh, kind of film it. That would actually be hilarious to watch each other climb up the pole and jump off.